This is NLPS Ed Talks, a podcast brought to you by Nanaimo Ladysmith Public Schools. I'm Dale Burgos, the Executive Director of Communications, and I'll be sharing conversations with students, staff, and friends of the district. We'll learn, we'll laugh, we may cry, but most importantly, we'll share the unique stories of individuals that work and play in our school system. Nanaimo Ladysmith Public Schools is one of many school districts in British Columbia, Canada, and is centrally located in one of the most beautiful places in the world, Vancouver Island. Thanks for joining us. Lock the studio doors, turn the table around, and I'm taking control. I'm in charge. I'm Bill Robinson, trustee here at School District 68, and I've turned the tables today on Dale Bargos, our our communications guy. (laughs) And uh, it's time that we found out a lot of changes going on in this communications department, Mm -hmm. and uh, Dale's the guy who steers that ship. But first of all, uh, I was really impressed after maybe three months, four months, with the way your vision was coming out. And then I learned why. You're such a bright guy. You've got a background (laughs) in broadcasting, and we all know that if it's on television or radio, it's absolute truth and creativity and beauty. And uh, we share that. So this this is pretty comfortable turning the tables uh, i'm i'm excited for this bill i mean it was um uh, this is a surprise you just came in and you literally did lock the doors and said dale we're doing this <laughs> uh so i'm pretty excited about that and uh you know i i appreciate that people um you know a couple of people suggested that maybe you and i talk but you turn the tables and you ask me some questions and i'm all open for it i i, I thank you for uh you know letting me know that we've been doing some good things i'm very excited to be here and it didn't take us long for you and i to uh to bond on on our radio background, yeah. Well, right? you've got the radio voice. I, I, I'm okay with that. I'm a little bit nasally, but um, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. Anyway, uh, we'll get back to talking sure. about radio and television <laughs> okay. and media in general. But I, I see a typical Winnipeg day. It's July. <laughs> The mosquitoes have (laughs) flown away with two dogs and a cat. Right. And there's a certain certain excitement in the air, a buzz, and (laughs) baby Dale was born. Uh, yes, that's right. Uh, very good. Uh, yeah, born in uh, born in Winnipeg. I was born and raised. Well, uh, it turned out to be a good year for us. <laughs> quite a few years right. later, somewhere ten eleven. When did you start to imagine what <clears throat> you might do when you got out of school? Oh, geez. Well, um, I think early on, I had. Uh, relatives, aunts and uncles, and my parents were uh, maybe coaxing me to to go to university and and maybe becoming a doctor, right? Uh, That was always a a popular one. And my best friend and I, uh, we decided we were going to go into med school together. But um, I ended up taking arts and got into psychology, love psychology. And that's something that you can use daily, really. Uh, A little bit of criminology was in there as well. Decided maybe do I want to get into the uh, forces, right? So doing maybe maybe being a police officer was at one point um, something that I uh, was introduced to. But um, you know what it was? One day, woke up one morning, I turned on the TV, still in bed, and a commercial came on for a broadcast or journalism school. 
And I thought, well, you know what? That's something I'd like to do. I've always liked TV. I'd like to do the radio thing. I watched a movie at a young age called Pump Up the Volume, and that was with um, Christian Slater. And he was a pirate radio uh, broadcaster, and I thought, man, that looks like fun. I could do that, right? Maybe not quite as uh, what he did on the mo- in the movie, but um, so I started looking into it. And next thing I know, I'm touring the school. Uh, next thing I know after that, I'm, I'm signing some paperwork, and uh, I get accepted into the school. And then the rest is history. I applied at a bunch of radio stations across the country. I drove to a lot of different small radio stations with my demo tape, and that was yeah. a little cassette tape. And back then, it's when you had to use bright-colored resume paper to stand out, or my cassette tape was covered in different color um, uh, tape, just so that it would stick out in, in, in a pile of other tapes, right? Uh, but it turned out that one tape uh, made its way to the program director at a local radio station in Winnipeg. Weekend uh, midnight DJ position is wow. what it was. Yeah, twelve to eight in the morning, mon- uh, Saturday and Sunday, <clears throat> and I got to play whatever I wanted. And I started playing some top forty pop songs, and people started listening. And I mean, it was midnight, midnight to eight. I, I had some very interesting callers <laughs> come in, uh, and uh, they asked some really interesting questions. And at one point, they asked me. Uh, they go, oh, Dale, what do you look like? I mean, well, and I, and I went, well, what do you think I look like? And if you don't know me, I'm, I'm about 5'9 and brown eyes and dark hair. But um, people go, well, I think you're about 6'5, blonde hair, blue eyes. I'm like, yep, that's me. That's me. <laughs> that's the guy. <laughs> yeah. And, and so that was my first radio gig. And I, and I had a blast. It was, I did that for two years, but I, I felt like I wanted to try a little bit of TV. A channel was out here in BC, I believe it was. Yeah. But um, they were starting up in Winnipeg. And I started producing the morning show, The Big Breakfast, or, or rather I, I was uh, an assistant producer on that show, and then eventually took over the producer and director position. But then you left. I did leave, yeah. I never thought that I would leave, but an opportunity came up, and it was for me to, well, I, I mean, um, we, we had somebody come on the show. Um, I produced uh, one of the shows where uh, somebody from the Canadian Diabetes Association came on. And not long after they came on, I noticed a posting for a marketing communications position open up. And maybe you don't know this, but a lot of journalists or broadcasters make this, it's an easy transition for, for them to move into the communications yep. and marketing role. It's all within the same role. And because I've worked with media, I had a, I had a, a great relationship with local media. They thought it would be a nice piece for me to uh, work for the Canadian Diabetes Association, the Winnipeg branch or the Manitoba branch. And uh, I went, well, you know, I love TV. I love what I'm doing. But you know what? Let's try it. Because I was noticing a shift in TV and print where this was at a time when when radio stations were closing or people were getting let go. And um, I thought, you know what? This will give me an opportunity to work nine to five on Monday to Friday instead of getting up at four in the morning and having to to do the morning show. So uh, I took it and I worked there for, I think it was about a year. And then I noticed a posting for the Canadian Breast Cancer Foundation, went in for an interview for that. And within a few days, they offered me the position. And what's great about nonprofit is I got to learn a bunch of stuff. And uh, I got to learn what communications and marketing really was. And, uh, and then after that, uh, I, I got a job for in, in the education sector. Mm-hmm. So I had an opportunity to go in there and just build it from scratch. And I was there for about four years. And I'm happy to say that, um, you know, trailblazed 
while I was there. Started a lot of things that other school divisions weren't doing in Manitoba um, and uh, got noticed and a position for the biggest school division in Manitoba opened up and that was for uh, the Winnipeg School Division. And then the mayor heard of you. What a great time. The the person that hired me, uh, chief of staff, uh, former, um, uh, what was it? So former chief of staff, the daughter-in-law of a former premier of Manitoba, I mean, I couldn't have been more lucky to have learned under this person, and she was um, uh, she was fantastic. I, I learned a lot from her. I got a taste for that civic civic politics and that feeling of working for the mayor's office. Uh, but unfortunately, he decided not to run again. So I started looking across the country. I was looking in Ontario. I was looking in Alberta. I had I have a lot of family in Calgary, uh, but then I found this one on the island. My my goal was to always retire on Vancouver Island, but if I can work, uh, that's what I want to do. That's something through all the <laughs> broadcasting and the yeah. school districts and the mayor's office. I haven't let you talk. There's a family popped up. Oh yes, a family, and, and not a small family. No, not a small family. I've got a I've got a decent sized family. Of course, my wife Elizabeth, who who works in the district as well, um, and she is a fascinating, fascinating person. I love really? her, and she's it's she's so supportive. I mean, to to for me to go, uh, I got a job, um, or not even just for her to say no i mean we're going to stay in winnipeg it's uh yeah let's do it she she is is my number one cheerleader honestly and she has been the one that said if if you want to do it do it i mean don't hold back you don't want to live in regret uh, and that's what i've always lived with and um, it's very easy for me to do so with somebody who's so supportive uh, so again that's my wife uh, elizabeth or izzy depending on who you talk to i call her elizabeth um, and then we have uh, five kids bill Okay, so you're here. Yeah. I think on like day three, I popped by your office. We went for lunch at uh, Barsby. Yeah, yes, we did. Yeah. And uh, discovered our mutual backgrounds in broadcasting. <laughs> yeah. So you're here, let's say, three, four months. Right. What are you thinking? Gosh, I just made a mistake, or wow, once I get that. Uh, uh, this together and that together. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh. Well, I mean, I knew I was all in right from the very beginning. I knew that we were going to sell the house. We were moving here, so I'm going to make it work no matter what. Uh, I'll tell you. I mean, you were on the board at the time, and um, you know, met met a lot of great people on that board, and we did some great things. So it didn't take me long. I mean, obviously, you and I hit it off. You're you're treating me for lunch at John Barsby. I'm meeting some great students and teachers over there. I'm going, this is this feels right. So over the years, I've been able to build this department. Uh, I believe you're referring to Shauna. Yeah. Uh, and she's our executive assistant for communications. And um, she is what she's dealing with the daily stuff, meaning uh, those emails that come in with, with questions to communications or uh, going out to the schools and covering the stories, taking pictures, right? I mean, those are, those are things that she's having a lot of fun with. She's putting some kilometers on her car. Uh, and then we added another position. Right. Uh, yes, which um, you, again, on the board, I, I had proposed that I wanted to try something, and uh, you trusted me. You all trusted me to, to do it, and we hired a, uh, a multimedia designer specialist. And now we have Tiffany. And, I mean, the stuff that we're putting out, um, not alone just Tiffany, I mean, although, you know, graphic design, video, uh, website, there's a lot of things that she's doing. Uh, we're able to tackle those those pieces that I had in my vision, my strategy for communications, for an effective communications uh, department. And we're doing those things. So let's focus on sure. uh, 
the beginning, the middle, and the end, uh, well, not the end, bringing us up to where we are now right. with communications. What are the things that pop to your mind that you're most excited about? Uh, stuff that we've done or something yeah. that's coming up? Okay, well, I mean, well, communications, I mean, there's there's a communications people everywhere, PR people everywhere. There were a dime a dozen, really. Um and and a lot of and you get a dime's worth only <laughs> right, if you yeah. buy yeah and so in the past it's always been either news releases you just write a couple stories you put out a newsletter that sort of thing i really wanted to take it to that next level and really differentiate what we do with other districts and so for example we were the first district in bc school district uh, public school district in bc to uh to start a mobile app so we started a mobile app. This was years ago now and uh, won an award for it, actually. And so there was that piece. And then we started moving into more video, a little bit more animation. Uh, now that Tiffany's here, we're doing a lot more of that. We try and get that presence into the community a lot more, right? You share the good news stories. And um, what happens is in this position, it's a lot of reactive, right? And, um, you know, sometimes there's a story out there that happens in, in a school or in the district and you have to react. My mandate was always to be proactive and to get the stories out there, to share the good news stories, share the profiles. So things like this podcast, for example, I'm very proud of that we started. Uh, we get to share the stories of the people that work in the district. I mean, that that's the whole point behind this is uh, it's not just a teacher or it's not just a manager. These people um, have a story to tell, and, um, and and I like to share that. So those, those are some of the highlights. Future. Future. Wow. Uh, you know what? I, I don't want to give away any secrets because this is going out in the public and I want to be, I always like to be the first one to try new things. Uh, a lot of it has to do with technology though. Uh, I, I'm a big techie and I, I love to research. I love to read and I like to see what's emerging in, in terms of new communications tools and tactics out there. Uh, so I'm not going to divulge too much, but um, I, I think people will be impressed. Okay, but something I really would like to talk about is, uh, you know, our singing superintendent <laughs> and the way this yeah. department approached snow days. The first time in my 22 years here that we had three snow days in a row. Right. Yes. It, um, from what I've heard, that was um, unprecedented, right? Three snow days in a row. That's not something that, we, uh, that we've done here. Uh, so yes, the singing superintendent, um, I, I started that hashtag. And um, what's great is this, this movement actually started a while ago, us trying new things and, and, and just sort of uh, breaking the mold of, of that superintendent or the communications role here, here in a school district. And really what we wanted to do was um, just have some fun with it. It's a snow day. People are, um, you know, first off, most are happy that it's a snow day. The kids want to stay home and uh, they want to hit the hills. And, and because we don't get a lot of snow here, right? Um, but we wanted to try something a little different. And so for the first day, um, I, I had some fun on social media. And uh, I thought this was a perfect time to try something that I've always wanted to do. And uh, we just, I, I started using these GIFs and what they are, those moving pictures, right? And, and ways to just have fun, right? Just announcing that it's a snow day. And that first one we showed um, uh, Carlton from Fresh Prince. He was doing his dance, right? It's called the Carlton Dance. Uh, the second day, uh, Scott did a video. And we shared that video. And I'll tell you, I mean, that one went viral quick. 
uh, within a couple days, I think we were at about 50,000 views, two or three days or so. Plus two newscasts. Uh, maybe just the two. There might have been more that I that I don't know about, right? So we hit, we got onto radio stations, TV stations. People people were talking about it across the province. And then there was a little bit of a rivalry. There was a, there was a superintendent down in Souk who, uh, who was snowboarding. And um, I had some fun with that one too on Twitter. And I uh, told him that uh, we, you know, I saw their tweet and I said, well, our superintendent can play the guitar. Just saying, <laughs> right? I mean, we're, I'm, I'm just having some fun with this. Um, and then we started having a little bit more fun. Scott did another video where schools were open later that week. And, and again, that garnered a lot of views too. So a lot of our videos, um, you know, they get some views. Um, but when it was something like that for the snow days, um, we were having some we were having some crazy numbers coming in. People were commenting on the videos. People were liking the videos. And like I said, there was about 50,000 for that one video. In terms of social media, we had some huge numbers and engagement on, the, on, on those days too. I think between, I think it was two to three days, we had over 250,000 impressions. Uh, and that's people seeing what we're tweeting out there, right? Uh, there, was, there was that piece. There was on Facebook, where I'm talking about, I think it was like 80,000. Uh, engagement numbers on that one as well and so uh, snow obviously is is something that people are passionate about here here on the island uh, and it shows that we you know wanted to have some fun and it shows that people were really enjoying that and uh, maybe perhaps in the future we we try that again for the most part we we like to share our stories on a daily basis but um, I, I wanted to have some fun with it so I didn't put my phone down for those three days and uh, engaging back and forth with some people out there and having some banter friendly banter back and forth uh, a lot of younger uh, people were joining us on Twitter as well our numbers swelled I think within a few days we gained over 500 followers and it was um, obviously because of um, you know them liking what was going on online. That's a long way from, well, we'll put out a media release and see what happens. That's the thing. It's changing these days, right? It's just, it's not the same. And, and so we got to keep, keep up with the times uh, and, and try and engage with those people that you typically wouldn't. And I think we achieved that. Oh, I need more. You need more than that, yeah. <laughs> oh, I should mention too, I mean, I, when I first started here, a lot of parents really wanted to... Uh, they wanted to be on top of the information. They wanted to know right away. And um, not too long ago, we implemented School Messenger. And so that gives us the opportunity to email and call um, all of our parents within a few minutes. And it's, I've, I've been hearing great feedback out there. Um, there, was, there was a time where we just didn't have that technology to, to be able to call. I mean, I, I look at um, when I send an email out to all parents in all the districts, I have 45,000 contacts. Um, I guess it's wow. emails and phone numbers, right? So um, everyone has multiple ways of being contacted, right? So if you can imagine us or in the schools trying to call all that people during an emergency, that's almost it, that's difficult to get with uh, or to, to, to get to, right? So I'm, I'm happy to say that we find technology like that as, as an example that can, um, that can create a solution for us that parents are asking for, right? And that's just one example. We've got so many other pieces that we took on board as a communications department that's answering those questions. Live streaming. Oh, yeah, live streaming, yeah. The board of the day, this is many, many years ago. This was, I think, four years ago, maybe. Live streaming was a topic that came up, and they said, um, you know what, if we can do it for this budget, uh, let's do it. And it was left with me, and... Um, I still remember thinking, okay, well, all right, 
I guess we'll figure out what we're going to do here. And it was pretty quick. I did a ton of research, figured out the best way and most economical way to do it. Uh, you know, got the equipment and use YouTube, as many people know, if they watch the live stream. Uh, for us, though, we wanted it to be open, transparent, and a way for us to archive uh, all of our meetings at the same time, right? If you can't watch it live, you can watch it um, the next day. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, you were down at our reconciliation celebration oh, just yes. a couple of days ago. That's right. Yeah. Was that being live streamed? I was busy with other stuff. <laughs> we did. We live streamed that one. And uh, again, it doesn't have to be just in the boardroom. We can take it on the road. Uh, it's it's a great op great option because, like I said, it gets archived and recorded for later on. And um, uh, it's also for people who just maybe aren't as mobile or who can't get to these meetings, uh, right? So that's, that's Or into the classroom with yeah. the different uh, classes that yeah. can't get out to the event. That's right, yeah. First of all, the room was packed, so there was no room anymore. <laughs> no, there was no room. Anymore. Yeah, it is, and I'm, I'm glad to have been a part of that. And, of course, your work on that, um, the uh, Reconciliation Committee has been um, outstanding. The, the whole team. I, I mean, I, I've been, I'm, I'm honored to have been a part of that. Yeah, the most, by far the most interesting, exciting, rewarding, and uh, learning opportunity yes. uh, that I've ever had in all my years working. So, no doubt. Uh, I'm the guy that said we should finish this in 20 minutes. And <laughs> we went uh, over. <laughs> I think we have. But yeah. it's fun to get to know about baby Dale and the mosquitoes. <laughs> right, yes. I'm, I'm glad I survived not getting carried away by some of the mosquitoes. Uh, very lucky, yeah. Uh, but good to get to know uh, of our people that work here a little more about where they come from and uh, how they became who they are. And uh, it's uh, a great pleasure for me uh, to get this opportunity to talk to you and uh, knowing that uh, when this is over, I know where your office is and I see you often. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes. Well, thank you, Bill. I appreciate the opportunity. It's been a pleasure working with you. This was fun. Excellent. Well, thank you. And uh, that's our episode of uh, NLPS Head Talks. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day, Bill. You too, my friend.